0: All right.
1: That's James Hetfield's Seek and Destroy Metallica. I believe that's from uh, 1985. Something like that uh, around there. I've been opening up with that for a few years now. That's more for me than for you. But uh, Metallica has not given me official permission. I use it anyway, and I have sent them one of my. Uh, Discussions of truth hats, folks. Ian Trottier here. I've been doing my podcast now since 2016. I started it in Miami Beach because of the Zika virus and because, well, frankly, the mainstream media uh, is uh, not not giving you uh, not giving you the truth. Very basic and frank as that, they are meant to divide you politically, and uh, in that division, they will conquer you. And that is the deep state, not the mainstream media, those that control the mainstream media, otherwise known as the deep state. And uh, democracy has been under attack for many, many decades. It has now reared its very disgusting head as the 2020 election was blatantly taken from the uh, majority of the people in uh, the United States, the land which the United States of America, America occupies. So, uh, what we have here are some pretty interesting things going on nationally. We have now a former president of the United States jailed. He's out on bond in Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, why? Because there was no crime committed. Hmm. His crime is and was in 19, 19 of them, 19 others, or 19 of them total. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, his group of folks, lawyers at all, are uh, so have supposedly committed a crime according to, um, was it Fannie Willis, who's a uh, daughter of a Black Panther. Uh, folks, I'm from uh, California, and it just so happens that I was born in Oakland, California. I believe that's where the Black Panthers started. And no, I'm not black. I am a white man, and today I am the enemy, aren't I? I am the enemy. Well, uh, that is the white man, is the enemy. If you listen to some of my previous podcasts, I'd tell you exactly who my research shows is the deep state and no the deep state does not conceive in the united states of america this is a european entity otherwise known as well if you start with the knights of malta then uh, then yes you'll be heading down the right road uh that is the deep state and they want to destroy all your religious freedoms they want to destroy your freedom of speech they want to destroy your freedom of press and they're doing a really good job of it uh, so, anyway, California here nor there. I'm just drawing a parallel. Fannie Willis is so, saying that if you, basically, from my understanding, I haven't read any of the uh, indictments, but if you essentially question the federal election process, which is greatly tainted on, an, on, on a, a technological era uh, or a technological format with uh, many, many glitches, in its systems, and various systems. If you question that, you, request, you are committing a crime, which is basically what this woman is saying to the American people and certainly to a former president of the United States who can't go anywhere with drawing, what, more than 50,000 people? Yet the guy that's in office right now can hardly uh, hardly even stand up and draw five people. Okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit. He gets more than five people, but... Uh, it's pretty blatant who the American people elected in 2020. Um, okay. So two other issues before we call on the guest, two other issue, uh, excuse me, one other issue. And the second will be the guest issue. One other issue. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been watching the U S open here, flushing meadow. And I've recently submitted a publication via your news here. I'm watching a wonderful battle last night and it's a German and Italian. And the German freaks out because someone in the crowd is singing a former uh, Weimar Republic national anthem for uh, under under Adolf Hitler, and he freaks out. He says it's inappropriate. He wants, and, and so the chair, the, the, the chair umpire, the umpire of the chair, disgustingly turns around, and demands that that person be uh, be uh, be singled out and taken out of the arena. I've written an article on it, folks. This is freedom of speech. This man in the stands was not committing any type of crime. He was not making any threat to this person. He simply was able to push the young tennis player's buttons at 26 years old. He wasn't emotionally stable enough to listen to a fan in the stands singing a former anthem for the nation that he represents, and that somehow became offensive to the young tennis player that stands, by the way, six foot six inches tall. He's likely well over five or six inches taller than the man in the stands that was singing the anthem. That's what we've gotten to in this country, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you went to any public school like I did, you certainly ran around the playground and the kids would say sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can never hurt. Is that still uh, is that still being said on playgrounds in America? It seems that they aren't, and everybody uh, everybody seems to uh, everybody seems to have very thin skin uh, because nothing that comes comes out of uh, uh, your neighbor's mouth is um, politically correct. All right, so today's guest. We're going to talk about Jeff Sink. He's running for a congressional office out of the state of Arizona. You're going to bring him on right now because he's dealing with something that you need to listen to and you need to be talking about with your friends and acquaintances and whoever else you are to talk to. Jeff Sink, ladies and gentlemen, dialing him in right now. Hey, Ian, What's going on, Jeff? Nice to uh, have you on the program. Thanks for answering the call. Let's get into uh, Let's get into what's happening in regards to your son on Capitol Hill right now. Now, Jeff, briefly for listeners, make a quick introduction, if you would. Tell listeners who you are, and then we're going to get into what your son is dealing with right now. Oh, absolutely, Ian. Uh, uh My name is Jeff Zink. I'm a congressional candidate. Uh, in
0: Arizona, uh, and I am uh, running in Congressional District 3 uh, uh, for that uh, position. Uh, I'm a uh, pastor, uh, I'm uh, a previous college uh, professor. Uh, an NCAA uh, NCAA basketball official, and also, um, you know, I spent over 35 years in sports medicine, taking care
1: of uh, everything from high school to professional athletes. Jeff, you and your son were at the U.S. Capitol, Washington, D.C., January 6th. Seeing the events take place firsthand, what do you think prompted many to enter the Capitol that day, sir?
0: Well, uh, thanks, Ian, uh, for taking the time to learn the facts of Ryan's case. Uh, I would have to say, although uh, many that day could have been considered as storming the Capitol, uh, it was mostly a rather, uh, you know, peaceful uh, protest, especially where where we were at Uh you know, we also had rally attendees being uh, excor- uh, escorted inside the building, and local law enforcement and Capitol police who moved barriers, opened doors, and <laughs> before showing the entrance completely around uh, the Capitol. You know, of course, uh, there were others that day the agitators, many of whom were captured on video committing crimes against people and property, including the video that was taken uh, by Ryan of Hunter Emke breaking the windows of the Capitol uh, building. You know, some uh, people, uh, you know, in and out of our government suggests that these agitators were FBI informants, uh, and to date, FBI Director Chris Ray has been unwilling to set the record state, uh, straight uh, on these issues. However, you know, Ryan and I remained outside the building the entire day, never walking through the Capitol entrance, op- uh, opened by the officers. We did not have any personal uh, interaction uh, with the attendees who decided to, to follow behind the officers. As they uh, led the rally goers, uh, you know, into the uh, Capitol that day, so none of that happened for us. In
1: 2021, you spoke at the Capitol, among others, where you stated the FBI cleared you of any connection, but charged Ryan, your son. What prompted the FBI to believe Ryan was a suspect, Jeff? Well, again, uh, thanks for the question, uh, and I.
0: You have to ask yourself, I've uh, had to ask myself the same question, you know, for the past two years, including uh, this week, uh, as we're here in in D.C. to support my son uh, during his trial. And, of course, uh, I'm always here uh, to give an eyewitness testimony about the events that day since Ryan uh, was with me all day. But, you know, while the FBI seeks uh, out my son, Ryan, I suppose the simplest answer uh, is that the FBI and and DOJ targeted Ryan after they decided they could not pursue charges against me, maybe because uh, that I'm a congressional candidate in Arizona and they didn't want to, uh, uh, you know, have that kind of press. But, you know, that's just a hypothesis. Uh, Although it makes sense considering that uh, also – Uh, I was uh, never arrested, charged, or tried of any other uh, attendees uh, at the rally uh, that day. You know, it was peaceful. But some of the acquaintances of mine who live in Arizona, uh, currently one of them is an elected official, Um, you know, not to mention, and this is what gets me, not to mention a Democrat leftist, Patricia Agrino, who stood outside the Capitol on January the 6th and loves to brag here in D.C. that she was at the Capitol, counter-protesting that day, but uh, but did not get arrested. Instead, she was rewarded for her attendance by being elected as D.C. Commissioner in January of 2023. So, and I think we've got, we sent an article link, uh, you know, showing that part of it. But compare her counter protesting claims to Ryan and I. We were also outside the building that day, like Patricia Greeno, but we were not counter protesting or protesting at all. I was there as a candidate and Ryan as my videographer who stood near the others uh, that I mentioned before who were uh, in the same general area. Yet the FBI never bothered to pursue a case against any of these people or against me. I wish more reporters would ask intelligent questions like you have, Ian. Maybe we could get uh, down to the truth. But more importantly, I wish that I knew why the FBI sent 20 agents to Ryan's home in Texas for a surprise attack with their guns drawn and using flashbangs. I hope that we learn the answers uh, this week. The reason the FBI and DOJ decided to harass, arrest, charge, and jail my son before the judge placed me under or uh, placed him under a, a gag order uh, for the past two years. I am also as curious as to why the prosecutors are requesting a sentence of 21 years knowing uh, for certain that Ryan committed no crime and knowing uh, many other defendants received sentences less than eight years with proof that they entered into the building and engaged in physical altercations. So, the inconsistencies of this prosecution and persecution towards innocent Americans just boggle my mind. Uh, knowing that there's no absolute rhyme or reason to the rule of law and determining the sentences based, requ- uh, requested of the administration to observe, uh, or is uh, actually more uh, frustrating for me as a father, but I'm more infuriated. As a citizen of the United States. You know, as you know, uh, for the past two years since the FBI began tracking down a United States citizen, some Americans were tracked down like criminals simply by taking a flight to D.C. on January the 6th, 2021. Uh, But many of those may not have had uh, attendance of that peaceful rally uh, that day. But since Brian and I were in attendance uh, uh, for that uh, moment, some people chose to follow those uh, officers inside the Capitol, remove barricades, and allow uh, entrance. Ryan was near me with his video camera documenting these events, because he was a, journalist, uh, a journalism student, uh, and was simply there at my request as part of my campaign staff. But, uh, you know, to document my uh, Washington, D.C. trip as an uh, a Arizona congressional candidate for the 2022 election and tasked with handling, uh, you know, the campaign social media, I, I just think that this is uh, something that, um, you know, uh, one contrast, uh, I believe, uh, exemplifies the peace we witnessed, you know, that day amongst thousands of uh, rally-goers, the waving of the American flag, we actually sang the national anthem, we held hands, you know, taking selfies, as to compared uh, to the so-called peaceful rallies after the death of George Floyd. You know, as you know, many of the mainstream outlets reported mostly mostly peaceful rallies and, of course, legitimate uh, outlets uh, uh, like yourself, you know, was actually reporting the troops. These peaceful rallies involved cities burning uh, burning down, police departments taking over uh, by armed citizens, innocent bystanders getting beaten in the streets and cities across the country and maybe the worst of these is mostly peaceful rallies was watching our brave police officers having uh, glass bottles and bricks thrown at them their cars vandalized and flipped over and the uh, united states citizens assaulting them publicly unfortunately most of those involved in those violent activities uh, were completely unnoticed by the same fbi agents and the doj who to date have spent more than $2.6 billion, which was allocated to the U.S. Attorney's Office, as part of the support the J-6 prosecutions. And hundreds of innocent Americans uh, basically refer this to, uh, or as, I I would say, uh, political uh, persecution. So to answer your question, there's absolutely no reason that the FBI should have ever considered Brian as a suspect because he never entered the building, he never committed a crime, he never engaged in violence towards uh, a person or property as he was carrying a video equipment, and more importantly, uh, he was on my side the entire day.
1: Jeff, as you say, there's video evidence of you and your son, Ryan, not stepping foot into the building. Why won't persecutors budge on this clearing? Well,
0: you know, it's another great uh, question, Ian. you know Many of the facts have been revealed to us uh, only uh, in the past week. Uh, one very interesting and troubling fact that was revealed last week happened after the prosecutor's uh, office was forced by the judge to abruptly drop the charge, claiming that Ryan was inside the Capitol. You know, for two years, the U.S. Attorney's Office falsely claimed to the court and to the judge that they were in possession of evidence provided Ryan entering into the building, alleging that he was involved in violent behavior inside the Capitol. After the judge realized the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, had been lying about the proof and had, uh, uh, in fact, had no evidence to share during the uh, trial, for the past two years, this attorney's office has used this lie to try to force and scare Ryan into accepting a plea deal that would require him to register for the rest of his life. You know, let me make it very clear, the rest of his life. A domestic terrorist. They used these same similar tactics on many other innocent people who were afraid to stand up uh, with the truth against these dishonest tactics. Some might have said, as a bad prosecutor, but I understand how their office works at the DOJ. The working prosecutor must get approval from their superiors who sign off on these charges and then bring these tactics and use them against the defendant. So this type of dishonesty and serious corruption is sure to reach the highest levels uh, as the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office and also the DOJ's office, particularly Mayor Garland, or Mary Garland, sorry. So, um uh, Ryan was forced for two years uh, to pay his first team almost $80, $85,000 to mount a defense against false ag- uh, allegations that suggested he entered the building. Now that he has a second team of attorneys, they have spent a better uh, part of a year preparing for a defense and argue against the same fake charges literally wasting the time and Ryan's money to prepare for these outright lies. Luckily, uh, Judge Goldberg, uh discovered these games of the U.S. Attorney's Office that was playing and admonished them in the court on record and forced them to drop charges. The joke of all of this is that they only reduced the sentencing uh, request by one year. Instead of 22 years, he's now facing 21. Although many of these cases are are allocated, uh, or I mean, adjudicated, defendants are convicted of entering the building and engaging in physical altercations, receiving an average of only eight years, and in some cases, much less. So, the one year reduction after they drop the main charge is often, uh, is obviously another tactic of the games that are continually being played with no rule of law uh, required by the courts to be followed by the U.S. Attorney's Office and the DOJs who are uh, given the green light by these judges to do whatever they choose to our innocent Americans.
1: So, Merrick Garland's world, a american journalist is now a domestic terrorist uh jeff uh, ryan's facing 21 years in prison and prosecutors were just changed last week why did they change now
0: well, that's, a, that's difficult to know the true reason uh, prosecutors were swapped out you know seven days before ryan's trial begins i've got three different thoughts of that you know the first one uh, uh, or the first thought would be uh, is the uh, prior prosecution our prosecutors were assigned to threaten, lie, and take whatever action they could to force a plea deal uh, with Ryan. And when their uh, illegalities did not work, they were uh, relieved of duty uh, uh, of his case. So, you know, the, the second one, you know, maybe the theory... Uh, would have been uh, told as once that they were caught, uh, caught in a lie by the judge claiming for two years that they had evidence. Ryan entered into the Capitol. They, you know, the uh, officers yanked him off the case because, uh, the, uh, or basically just right before the trial begins, so that our defense team did not have the opportunity to point out the blatant lies told by the court, And basically, they buried uh, those DAs uh, and uh, brought in French teams to cover up the fact of their illegal conduct and action towards my son's case. But, you know, the the third option uh, that I I think will be is that this is their closing team. You know, when you buy a, a car in the first round, the salesman, they try to wear you down and, and get you to accept the deal uh, for the dealership. But when you don't agree, the manager comes in, who's often the closer. All right, well, you know, they step in and they start negotiating and use different uh, uh, tactics, usually uh, uh, more aggressive sales techniques to uh, close you on a deal that ultimately benefits the dealership. So they win and the customer loses. So the bottom line here is that regardless of the lies that the U.S. Attorney and DOJ are willing to tell simply to win their case against J6 defendants, including my son, we know the truth of what happened. Ryan was with me that day. He was by my side working for my campaign. At no time did he enter the Capitol riot, physically fight with anyone else, vandalize property, or carry a weapon unless in in 2023 the DOJ is now considered a camera with video uh, capabilities to be a weapon. So they know he's innocent, just like we know that Ryan is innocent of all these charges.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, give, send, com slash Ryan Zink. That's R-Y-A-N-Z-I-N-K. We're going to wind this down, Jeff, with one final question. We appreciate your time and certainly appreciate all you're doing uh, for uh, your son, of course, uh, and for the country. But, uh, Jeff, Ryan's trial is taking place this week. Uh, what are the attorneys doing to mount a defense?
0: Well, i tell you what. We really appreciate, uh, you know, uh, Roger uh, Lutz, uh, John uh, Pierce, uh, Emily Lambert, and John Mosley. Uh, those are all of his attorneys that are representing him. And as you can imagine, it's an uphill battle for uh, brave attorneys willing to help innocent Americans like Brian often ostracized and attacked from their own professional communities, and they uh, realized from working on many of these cases in the past two years that they must face the U.S. attorneys who have been given permission by their superiors and ultimately by Merrick Garland to do whatever it's necessary to force innocent people, uh, into accepting these plea deals and when they that doesn't work they have clearly been given the authority to lie uh if they must to ensure a conviction of uh, crimes never committed uh, as in the fact that uh, of ryan's case recently revealed again ryan's legal teams are some of the few that are willing to take on the j6 defendants and they are doing everything within their powers legally to combat the dirty tricks played by the DOJ and the U.S. attorney, Hitman. You know, one, one line of defense is uh, locating sentencing information on the defendants who received less than 10 years, even though it was proven through video footage they entered the Capitol with officers allowing them to come inside and and engage in physical altercations or carried what was perceived a weapon. Yet for Ryan, who did none of these things, they're asking for 21 years only because he stood his ground, refused to buckle under the pressure that they inflicted. This week, the prosecutor uh, is threatening a new domestic terrorist enhancement charge, obviously in retaliation after Ryan refused to accept their plea deal that would have forced him to register again as a domestic terrorist for the rest of his life. This isn't justice. This is tyranny. So I, I I don't know where, where we go from here, but I know that this is, this isn't it.
1: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Sink, uh, Congressional candidate for District 3, Arizona. Jeff, uh, some quick final thoughts you may want to share with listeners. Uh, We look forward to bringing you back on. But in the meantime, uh, perhaps share some final thoughts for listeners.
0: Well, thanks, Ian, uh, for uh, allowing me to share the truth about Ryan's case, for bringing out the facts uh, about uh, the decline of our justice system. And so many around the country who often hear only one side, so if your viewers would like to help Ryan out, uh, they can visit giftsandgo.com forward slash Ryan Zink.
1: Excellent. Jeff, uh, talk to you soon. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Ian. yeah, it's Frankly, it's disgusting what's happening to the United States of America, in my opinion. Now. I've heard various reports that that was set up. Let's look at let's look at some of the facts here. Let's look at some of the facts during, and and I personally went to Donald Trump rallies. I voted for Ross Perot as the first U.S. president. I voted for Ross Perot. I liked him as an independent and said he'd uh, be self financed. That's what spoke to me. as I think I was in uh, high school, uh, uh, and uh, I liked the independent thinker. I liked the person that was self made. Always have. In 2015, prior to Donald Trump declaring actual candidacy for the uh, presidency, uh, I heard him speak in Doral in Miami uh, as he would say, uh, If I ran for president, I'll run as an independent self so sell finance. He later joined the GFP, and I simply suggested, What deal did he make? Now, uh, you know, there's people that su- suspect that Donald Trump is, uh, uh, is controlled opposition. And uh, the the deep state tyrannical reigns within the U.S. government certainly run deep enough that it could be that they are presenting a theatrical element to American politics that is so sophisticated and complex uh, that it could be that Donald Trump is subservient to uh, reigns of the deep state. If we pull back, we say, okay, well, he was just uh, indicted and arrested, uh, out on bail. A standing trial. Um, this is a little too far. It's definitely a banana republic type political tactic. Um, he's not a puppet of the deep state. I, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is the research that I've done. And the research that I've done, I point you to my website, com. That's I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. And there you can click on a link titled... Central Bank, the global conspiracy. And there I lay it out, historically speaking, ladies and gentlemen, who the deep state is. And it's not American. Yes, Joe Biden happens to be the second Catholic president of the United States. The first Catholic president didn't happen for well over 150 years of its existence. And that was John F. Kennedy. Why purposely was there not a Catholic president serving in the United States Oval Office? Because the Roman Catholic Church was an enemy to the Protestants that created the foundation of this government and the constitution. However, what I lay out in that article, is that through the city of London, controlled essentially by Roman banks, the Rothschild through the British East Indies Company funded the American Revolution. That's my research. It may be incorrect, but you're talking about a world power that has been in power based off of a theology for centuries and centuries and centuries. Yes, the same struggle that Greece fought, yet supposedly in the United States of America, we retain democratic values. These are not of Roman origin, are they? Democratic values are from Athens, they are Athenian. That is correct, that is right. So, is it possible that we, as freedom lovers, and I don't care if you are a Democrat or a Republican or a member of the Independent or the Green Party, I don't care what party you align yourself with, but if you align yourself with the values of the United States Constitution and you take pride in the fact that you are an American, then I speak to you. And you must consider that that enemy. That the Mayflower set sail against is still alive and well. Central Bank, a global communist conspiracy. Now the word communism and centralism or centralization are intertwined because that's essentially what communism is. A top percent of government masks itself into thinking that a middle class can possibly, you know, we're talking uh, Adam Smith here, right, can possibly survive and be productive and grow and be healthy. Right, economics and government, there's a great intertwining of the two. But folks, if you're able to control government, Control state because you're controlling the church. You're then combining church and state, which is what our beloved neighbors to the south, Mexico, have been fighting since they essentially kicked the Spanish out. But they didn't really either. Um, You want to create a divide of church and state, which is what the U.S. Constitution Objectively obtained uh, with its passing in was it, eight, uh, 1783. May have that day wrong. So perhaps I'm getting too philosophical. But if you read the article, I base all of my argument on facts. So how does that relate to what Jeff Zink is dealing with with his son? Well, let's again return to the presidency of Donald Trump. I mean, this is a man that attracted cities, basically, to his rallies. I think the average American, the middle class American, uh, loves their country. And uh, this deep state is definitely uh, so crafty that the younger generations, they've targeted the younger generations and the public education systems and the universities into thinking that somehow communism is a wonderful thing to adapt, even though it's never worked in any country on the planet. China, Russia, Germany, uh, Venezuela, Cuba. I mean, pff, list goes on, doesn't it? But For some reason, America can be different, right? For some reason, America can be different. Uh, so here's the facts. A fairly benign virus was released through a Chinese laboratory, in large part funded by elements of the Rockef- Rockefeller Foundation. I may be wrong in that. Uh, Fort Detrick seemingly developed the virus, shipped it off to China. And I, have no, uh, I have no reason to believe that that didn't happen. And again, I'm not saying that America is an enemy. I'm saying that Fort Detrick, if, if you're looking at the city of London and you're looking at the banking institute, the British Banking Institute controlling the Federal Reserve, then you can see, ladies and gentlemen, why John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Makes sense to me. But hey, I might be wrong. Uh, I might be wrong. It's unlikely, though. So uh, Donald Trump, that wants to make America great again and return you know, uh, businesses and manufacturing away, what, what, whatnot, to the homeland, uh, was a great threat to this globalist cartel, right? Now, you're not going to take on the American military. You're simply not. Britain's not going to invade. U.S. shores, uh, Chinese aren't going to do it. Russians aren't going to do it, and they're not going to form an alliance to do it. So the tactics of war become then stealth, like Brigadier General retired uh, Brigadier General Robert Spalding, U.S. Air Force, said on my show about two and a half years ago. There is a stealth enemy in the United States. This is what he said. Now, if you point, if you ask me, I'll tell you that that stealth enemy is the economics, those that control the economics. Because behind the veil of the Federal Reserve is where they reside. The Federal Reserve is not controlled by the American people or in public. That is a private banking institution, folks. It is not federal at all. It's only federal in name. People like G. Edward Griffin have been speaking about this for decades. But now and now more and more people are considering the fact that, oh, that could be that could be possible. Well, you know what? It was it was possible, and it was what Alexander Hamilton was dealing with, with Aaron Burr. Yes, over 200 years ago, New York. So, therefore, you have elements of social disruption. That, it's plain sight, George Soros is funding those, BLM, Antifa, and as Jeff Sink just said, causing actual physical harm and disruption to American communities and cities, a la Portland, Seattle, Chicago, but somehow the polarization of politics has become so divided that that was tolerable because of the cause. Well, uh, could it be possible that what transpired the uh, January 6th of 20, was it 2021? Excuse me, 20, 2020, what was the year? Yeah, 2020. Um, or 2021, I, I, I being, I'm confusing what the year was, but, uh, just keep it basic here. January 6th. People know what I'm talking about. Uh, 2021. Could it be possible that that was a, uh, that, that was a, uh, black op? Entirely possible, folks. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Well, uh, I have no answer for that, but I know other folks have written extensively on it. And I've simply hosted Jeff Sink so that he can get the message out of his son. And ask yourself the question, what would you be doing if it was your son? Uh, On a parallel of what Donald Trump is going through, I don't believe there was a crime that was committed. At least not from what uh, has been said on this program. doesn't sound like it. But again, I don't know the laws. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, and perhaps the courts themselves have differing opinions. Uh, the parallel I draw is to what uh, Donald Trump and his team, Uh, had gone through just last month in Fulton County. The outlook is not bright in American politics. Uh, The country needs a unifier. The country needs someone who can truly get to the bottom of what the deep state is. And certainly the country needs someone who can get Americans that object to a concept of there being a deep state, to understand that there certainly is a deep state. Uh, Can Robert F. Kennedy Jr. do that? I don't know. He's not been granted protection by the White House, even though he's a nephew of a former president, yet the current administration will not grant him protection. Why? My personal feeling is because he has written a book exposing the fraud that is Anthony Fauci and the people behind Anthony Fauci. And I will tell you that those are members of the Society of Jesus, otherwise known as the Jesuits. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that is a military order of the Vatican. No, they don't take up arms. They're much more intelligent than that. They're much more sophisticated than that. What they do... Is they attack your education system and that starts by infiltrating your government by means of infiltrating its economy and like I said if you read the article that I've written that I had posted on my website and on your news central bank a globalist conspiracy theory my research directly pins the Vatican on being that infiltrator to the United States and its government. Read it. For another discussion of truth, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening. Pass the message forward. Support Jeff's son, Ryan, giftsandgo.com slash Ryan Zink. That's R-Y-A-N-Z-I-N-K. I I thank Ryan again. And until the next episode, oh, let me mention this. Citizen Media News, go to it because I've done, uh, they have uploaded a number of interviews that I've recently done. That includes an episode I did with um, Chris Skye, an American, or excuse me, a Canadian freedom fighter. Uh, and, and when I say freedom fighter, that is standing up for your freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom against mandates on vaccines, on masks, freedom of religion. So until next time, folks, this is Ian Trache for Discuss of Truth. Be awesome.